Hey y'all, today we're talking to Pat from Planet Mercury. We talk about Planet Mercury's Spotify success, um, their writing process, uh, Pat's mindset when he's writing, and just some advice to uh, other bands during quarantine on what you can do to self-promote. Uh, I hope you really enjoy. Um, thank you for watching and you have a wonderful day. Enjoy the interview. Thank you for, for being a part of a, a base to base. I appreciate it. Thanks for taking time out. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so I just want to start just saying or, or figuring out like when you knew music was going to be a part of your life. So I think it was in like fourth grade. Um, there was a, in my school, they started a class for music and you could pick violin, viola or cello. And I started playing violin and it was the first thing that really I cared about in school because I never really cared about math or anything else. Um, so when, every day I'd look forward to going to music class and that was like kind of when it started for me. Nice. Um, were you listening to like any music like in elementary that you can like remember or that like just sticks with you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so mostly like Green Day and Blink-182, of course, the typical pop punk <laughs> forefathers, <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's the stuff that uh, really got me going with the pop punk scene. Nice. When did uh when did you start like moving to guitars or bass or anything like that? So I think it was around sixth grade. I signed up for lessons at the Boys and Girls Club. But it's funny because I had actually um, signed up for guitar lessons. Mm -hmm. So I showed up and uh, the guy was like, "Oh, if you're ready for your bass lesson today, whatever." And I was like, oh, "I don't think I signed up for bass, but whatever." <laughs> So I just started going from there and uh, playing bass, and I, I loved it uh, ever since. Man, that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's cool. The Boys and Girls Club even had, like, a program like that. Uh, do you remember, like, what they were teaching you or how they were, like, teaching you? Yeah, so I think the when they started teaching me, it was kind of like, oh, what songs do you want to learn? Um, what inspires you? So basically, I just learned songs. Um, and then as I progressed more, they started teaching me scales and music theory and stuff yeah that, that's awesome what was uh the first song that you learned first song i learned i believe it was holiday by green day oh yeah <laughs> that's cool um yeah. do you still listen to a lot of green day or a lot of like pop punk oh yeah yeah 100 percent. like it's really i've my music taste is like all over the place like um I love country. I love rap. I love, you know, everything. Um, but I still listen to Green Day, Blink-182, a lot of pop punk, and then stuff like The Story So Far, State Champs. Okay. that That's awesome. I, I like that you have a big musical, like, uh, just taste. Do, yeah. do you, like, pull from, like, hip-hop or any country stuff, like, when you're trying to write music? Um, I haven't yet, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's some sort of influence in there, you know? Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, let's see. So was there any, like, a bassist or any, like, songs that really wanted to kind of push you your limit in bass or, like, learning something? Yeah. Um, Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 and Mike Dern and Green Day. Um, I, a lot of times you can really hear, like, their bass lines are kind of songs within songs, more so Mike Dern. Um, he really pushes it. And something that he incorporates in songs that I try and do is – he plays to the song where it's like, I love to have bass lines and keep an active bass line, but if the song doesn't call for it, then, you know, I just play, play the root, whatever it is, you know? <laughs> yeah. That, that's a, uh, that's awesome. I, I definitely, I feel that way too. 
there's always you can always like I guess you can show off your talents by just playing root notes, like the way you play it, the way you incorporate it, or just understanding like what's right for the song and stuff. Right. So, just got to hold it down. Yeah, for sure. When did you start getting uh, involved in like local music or original music? So it was with Planet Mercury. That was my first experience writing music and being in the local scene. Um, Before that, just playing covers and stuff. Yeah, were you in like any uh, any like cover bands before Planet Mercury? Yeah, in high in middle school, um, I was in different you know bands that would last a few months, play like a talent show or something like that. But that was really it. Nothing. I never really played out with other bands. Okay, so how long has uh, Planet Mercury been together? So we started in the summer of 2017. Okay, nice, nice. Um, Over three years. Yeah, I was looking at your your wrapped, and you had uh, ninety three thousand streams, right? That yep. that's wild. How how did you guys um go about like getting your music out, especially during like this pandemic and quarantine? Something that we really um tend to like harp on is the idea that we only the music only comes out once, you know, and that's when people are going to be most excited for it. So we milk the songs to the best of our ability you know like we will retweet our own tweet with uh the song posting in it you know um just sharing it as much as possible and also trying to get on as many playlists because obviously in today's day and age you got to take advantage of the spotify um algorithm and all that stuff so really just sharing it as much as possible and yeah um so like what's some advice you have for bands that maybe are are trying to like get on playlist or or just get their music out Mm -hmm. so one thing that has been really helpful for us is the pop punk networking group on facebook and that's just a huge community of people all throughout the country and world sharing their music and sharing playlists and stuff and the other thing that you can do is you can search a playlist that you like to listen to that you think your music would fit on and it usually has a curator's information on there so you can find it and that's how one way we would do we would reach out to people whether it's finding them on facebook or finding their email and reaching out and asking them to put us on their playlist that's so smart just doing doing the work like finding out who's a curator reaching out um have y'all heard of like submit hub or any of those kind of deals yeah we've done stuff with that as well i think it's the other ones like tone den I think it's called. Yeah, I think there's a few. I, I tried to mid-hub. Um, what was your experience with that? I don't know. It, it was kind of confusing like and weird. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, didn't, I don't think we had much luck with that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, same experience. I just, I got on like a couple of playlists or whatever, but I didn't really notice any, anything major. For really? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, I heard Honest right now. To me, that's like, I, is that your newest single? Or did you well, just our, come on? Our newest single is um, our song Normal Now. Okay. I think that dropped in November, early November. Okay, cool, cool. Um, when when you're writing music, um, are you focused on like what your bass part's going to be? Um, or like, how? I guess what's your mindset or your thought process when you're writing music? So usually the way we'll write a song is one of us, usually Michaela or Jerry, will come to practice with a riff in mind and, you know, a basic idea of the song. And they'll show it to us and we'll kind of work through it all together. And, um, 
you know, sometimes it'll be like really quick. Sometimes it'll take months to figure out exactly how to put together the song. So usually I write, you know, um, a basic bass part until like while we're working on the song. And then once the song is finished, pieced together, I'll go back and I'll look at it and I'll be like, okay, I need to do this here, this there, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. What, what are your, or I guess how you are practicing right now, like during this quarantine or jamming or anything. So for a long time, like from the spring to early summer, we didn't really practice because it was just insane. Um, but then we got back together once, started practicing once a week. We went back and finished recording our album in uh, New York safely, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we're able to practice about once a week now, which is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so you recorded your album in New York. How's that experience going? It's been awesome. It's been really cool. Uh, we we started recording it in earlier this year, early in the spring. And we finished half the songs then and we just finished it up in August. And now it's kind of just putting the last steps on it and figuring out what we want to do for our work and stuff. And that'll be sometime in the spring of 2021 that we'll be releasing that. Nice. Um, so what, I guess, how's it going like recording now? Like, do, are y'all going, the whole band's going to the studio or is it just like drums and then guitars come in kind of deal? So we went all at once. Um, we took, I think it was a long weekend to go and it's upstate New York. So it was like a lot of land. It was just nice uh, being able to relax. Cause we're all from, except for Jerry, we're all from like kind of city areas. Okay. So it's, it was nice to get away from everything. And uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, how are y'all, how are you writing new music? Are you still just kind of doing it like once a week or um, someone, or I know you said someone comes with ideas, but like, uh, when when are you planning to record? Sorry, when are you planning to record and release any new music? So since we just recorded music, a little we've done a little bit of bit a little bit of um like voice recordings. Some like Michaela, Jerry, or Chris or someone will record an acoustic guitar part on their phone and send it over. And just it's kind of just in the very beginning stages since we're still trying to plan for the album release yeah. um, but we are trying to work on stuff in the meantime to have stuff prepared to record once that drops nice um y'all doing any music videos anything like that we hope to we hope the thing is it's like just so weird with covid that you don't know what's going to be safe next month you know so it's like trying not to plan too far ahead yeah uh for sure how's um how's your music scene uh locally like during this quarantine how are, are the venues like keeping up right now there's been a lot that have closed there's been a lot of places that we played that have closed and it's just really sad to see there have been some people that have reached out to us and other bands to do live stream shows which has been really cool we did one for halloween and that's a huge help because bands just being able to play is just right now it's in any type any way it's um it's helpful yeah absolutely uh what advice do you have for people who um, or maybe music lovers or lovers of Planet Mercury on how they could support you or support their um, local scene. Go to shows. Uh, go to shows and listen to the local bands because there's so much awesome music out there that a lot of people just don't listen to because they're just focused on the mainstream music and stuff that's really popular. And, you know, I'm, I've heard stories of 10 years ago when shows were really crazy and 
those same people are saying just how people don't like going to local shows anymore. So once things open back up, yeah, just get out to your local shows and support your local bands. Yeah, uh, that's definitely good advice. How how are you finding um, new music now? In terms of um, like popular bands? Uh, yeah, just in general, like bands that you, that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, a lot of social media. When I see stuff shared on social media, I'll always check it out. I just want to get some more advice. I'm I'm really like super stoked with your with your Spotify. Like numbers are super impressive. Like um, Thank just you. yeah yeah for sure, man. Uh, and the music sounds great. Like just what's what's any just general advice for bands like right now that are just kind of stuck during quarantine? Like what can they do? Um, maybe to get their music out or to write music. Just any advice, I guess, that you would have for any bands right now. I think one thing that helps all of us is 24 seven. We're always thinking about the band. It's like, all right, how can I promote the music here? Or what can I do? So I think just keep pushing. You know, I think it's very easy to get down on yourself and very easy to say, all right, like screw this, this isn't working. But you know, if you just keep pushing through those times where it seems to just be stagnant, then eventually it's going to come where you're going to be like, okay, we got a ton of new followers today or we got a lot of listens yesterday and, you know, just kind of keep it up and, it's going to drop again. It always does. It's always ebbs and flows. Um, so yeah, just keep pushing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, social media. What do you guys use like TikTok and stuff for? So we started a TikTok. Um, we haven't used it yet. <laughs> uh, we we got to get around to it. Cause that's like the big platform now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just curious to see. Cause uh, yeah, it's, it's such a weird platform. Like, I don't know. I don't know how stuff gets so popular so quickly. Yeah, I, I I have a hard time using it. I'm not a big fan of it, but I know like a lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we're going to have to figure it out and try and utilize that. Yeah, maybe you can make some dances or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what What are your plans like after quarantine's over? So we we had a tour in the works to go further to the Midwest and a little bit more down south. For, it was supposed to be in August of this year, but obviously those plans got wiped out. So hopefully to do a lot more touring and with the album release, um, yeah, drop the album and then just keep on releasing music. We we all want to tour a lot more. So yeah. Uh, so w- speaking of touring, like, what's your mindset? How do you find these venues or um, places to play for tour? Mm-hmm. So this is another way that. Facebook has helped a lot where the two groups that helped a lot were the DIY tour postings group and the pop punk networking group on Facebook. Um, Whether it's reaching out to people that own venues or know venues in the area or other bands just saying, Hey, do you guys want to play a show? Or if not, could you guys help us find a venue? That was a huge help. And we've also, um, there's one band I'm sure I saw you did an interview with uh, Ryan of goalkeeper. Yeah. So we reached out to them uh, to play a show because we had played a show with them previously in Providence and we knew they were from Phil, uh, the Philly area. So we reached out to them and put a show together. So that was awesome. Yeah. Oh man. I would love to have been there in Texas. We are at least in San Antonio. We don't have like a real big pop punk scene. Really? Yeah. We're, I mean like we're the metal capital of the world or something. Oh, yeah. So it's super like, just have heavy music or, or even like, I don't know, classic sounding metal and stuff, but yeah. 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 <laughs> we were hoping to come through Texas on that tour. So hopefully yeah. when COVID's over. Yeah, for sure. Let me know, man. Um, I have a ska band here. We can, 
we can get a cool oh, yeah. show going. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, so what about, uh, any like just future goals for the band? Like what do you have, do you guys set goals or you just kind of going with the flow? So recently we've done a lot more setting goals before, like the first two years, it was kind of just like, as things come, you know, just deal with it. But now we're trying to set goals, you know, where it's like, all right, next year we want to, if possible, do these, this like two or three tours. Um, we want to reach these areas and yeah, we, it's, when you have goals, it's much easier to figure out what you want to do and how to accomplish them. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Um, for the future planet Mercury, is this something you want to keep DIY or are you looking like trying to get on a record label in the future? Like what's your feelings on that? It's tough because, you know, you always hear the stories of people getting screwed over by labels and stuff. Um, but then there obviously is that aspect where it's like being on a major label would help bring your music to a ton of people, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like whatever's best for us at the time, you know, if we can reach a wider audience and just keep going strong as a DIY band, then that'd be awesome. If we can just keep it as us four running the show, you know, we would love that. But if the situation occurred where it'd be a better option to, if we had the option to go to a label and it was a better option, then we'd probably take that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, smart, smart move. So in your band right now is like, I don't want to put like pressure on you. Is there like a band leader person who like kind of runs like the band and everyone's kind of just like follows along or is it just everyone kind of has your their say kind of deal it's it's pretty cool because we all have our own individual things that we do for example me and jerry do a lot of the social media um me and michaela do a lot of like the tour booking and stuff like that and chris does a lot of outreach with podcasts and um editorials and stuff so it's pretty cool it's everyone has their own fair share of stuff yeah like a strong team that sounds that sounds real cool yeah man i think that definitely is gonna i mean it's already made you successful so you guys have like a good formula you know um yeah what what kind of gear are you using so i mainly play a fender mexican p bass um and i just recently started using pedals my only pedal for the first two years was just a tuner but I recently got a, a Sansamp DI, which is amazing. It sounds so good. <laughs> and then I run that into an S- Ampeg SVT 350 solid state. And um, I use, I have like a couple acoustic cabs. They sound mm-hmm. awesome. I have an 810 and a 410. And that's, those are my cabs of choice at the time. Yeah. Uh, 810 for whenever the, whenever it calls for it. Yeah, which is never, <laughs> but you know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh, have you tried running the um, Sansamp like with just the power from your head? Like, I haven't tried that. No, it's Is pretty wild. Really? Yeah, um, most of the times you can like bypass all the EQ and stuff and just use your head for like the power, and then the Sansamp will be everything. It'll be straight up Sansamp tone. Um, oh, okay, I'll have to try that because I yeah. love that. It sounds amazing. Yeah, dude. The, uh, I I've had like two and I always like get rid of them for some reason, but mm-hmm. I always regret it after. Yeah, it's amazing pedal. <laughs> so we had a uh, so our previous drummer friend um, who played bass for his last band, he mm-hmm. was 
pressure me forever to get a sand time. I was like, nah, dude, like it's like the natural tone, whatever. And then I played his and I was like, oh my God, I need to get one of these. <laughs> yeah, man. And especially for like the pop punk or punk like tone, the the growl and the grids just yep. it's there. It's there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what's like um do you have any like dream setup or dream base? Um, I have, I really want to get a, um, it's a Fender Basement 800 head. Okay. Those are so expensive, but I really want to get one of those. I, I love the bass that I play. Um, it, you know, I don't know. I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> and no matter what, every other bass I try, I always end up coming back to it. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was that your first bass? No, my first bass, um, I still have that too. It's a, it's a first act bass. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't play it much, but um, that was the one that I play now was my first like real like Fender bass. Okay. Yeah. You, do you think you're going to be a, a Fender guy for, for your bass career? Oh yeah, I'd say so. I, uh, I've played some of the Sterling Stingrays and I yeah. like those. But again, it just always comes back to like, all right, I'll, I'll try the Sterling and then I'll plug in my P-Bass and it's like, yeah, I'm going with the P-Bass. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. This is like the second time we've kind of had a Fender conversation on, on the podcast. But like, I was totally just like anti-Fender, like just I grew up like with metalcore and stuff. So Ibanez and even like Spectres and stuff. Yeah. And I've played a, a Fender Jazz and I was like, this is this is why this is why like everyone plays fenders because they sound great they like feel great so uh it totally just like changed my mind so oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah they're awesome bases yeah uh, i'm using that hopefully fender can sponsor us and get us some some great right? something <laughs> <laughs> fender hook it up yeah for real <laughs> um so is there how how can people listen to planet mercury or find find out about y'all so we're on, I believe, every major streaming service, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Amazon Music, whatever you use. And if you don't use any of those, YouTube always works. We're all, all over YouTube. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And how can people find out about you? Me personally? Yeah. Uh, social so you, media? You can follow my Instagram. It's at planet underscore pecan. You can follow my Twitter if you can find it. I don't even know what it is, to be honest, because <laughs> I don't use it. <laughs> yeah, Instagram's the way to go. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate it. Um, again, just thank you for being a, a guest and thank you for working with the time time issues. So um, I just hope you have a great day, man. I'll catch up Likewise. with you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, for sure. Later. Later, man.